Amen. If you're sitting with your spouse, shake them a little bit and say good morning. Wake them up. If you're sitting with your friends, wake them up a little bit. God is in this place. Amen. This is a beautiful morning. And uh, I'm so thrilled. I don't know about you. Morning excites me. I'm up by 5 o'clock usually, 5, 5.50 I'm up. I start my day at that time. When the whole world is asleep, we are here to seek His presence. Amen. What a beautiful time to spend in His presence getting engrossed. If you have your hard copies of your Bible, if you can lift it up and shout a big Amen. We're going to get into the Word. We're going to learn something beautiful about worship like never before. What God has spoken to us from time to time through the Word. These are not from any part of uh, worldly preaching, but this is exactly through the Word. I'm going to be scriptural in everything that I'm going to say, and we're going to have a great time. Amen. So good to see every uh, single one of you. Hello to everyone from Bangalore. Uh, I worship at City Harvest AG Church, and Pastor Praveen is very close to me. Pastor Praveen and family are very close, very dear to us. Uh, I really want to thank and appreciate Pastor Praveen. I want to thank Monson and the family and the entire church for giving the opportunity for me to be here to worship with you and to share the heart of God. Amen. You're like awake? All right. Great. I don't want to start with a joke. Probably, I, probably in between I would say something. All right. Great. What is worship? You might have heard this word uh, several times, a billion times, a zillion times, hazaron times. Yeah. But my Hindi is, my stage language is bad. So I will try to keep my English very simple. If somebody is not able to understand, you can just put it up in the chat. I'll probably, Monsoon will help me out with the Hindi word, particular word for that, just in case. <laughs> Thank God for Google sometimes. Sometimes, yeah? Not always. Thank God for Google sometimes. All right. What is worship? If you have your notebooks and pen, you can write it down. This changed my life several years ago when God spoke to me through different preachers, different uh, prophets, and gave me such wonderful insights about worship, which really is true. What is the assumption of worship? What the world gives, it's not worship. Some of the churches, some of the preachings that you hear about worship is not true. I'm going to give you right from the word. What is worship? The worship is from the root word, worship, W-O-R-T-H. S-H-I-P. As I'm telling, if somebody can type it down on the chat, one of you can type it down so that they can get the exact word. Worthship. W-O-R-T-H-S-H-I-P. Worthship. What does it mean? Worthship means giving the highest value to the one who made us. Giving the highest value or placing the highest honor. Placing the highest honor. I'll give you a simple example. Let's say your Sunday morning service is at 9 o'clock. Yes? Let's say it's 9 o'clock. Yeah? 8.55, you're still shining your shoes in the house. You're still washing your car. The time is 8.57. You're still not left home. And you arrive at church like a dada, they say in Hindi. You walk like that. Nice wobble walk, like a rap, rap singer. And you walk in and you come and sit. Time is 9.15. Worship has already begun. Halfway through the worship, you walk in and sit. What took that time? What took that time away that you couldn't be on time for worship? So you placed your highest value on your shoes, shining your shoes in the morning, probably setting your hair, 
slowly with the gel it's not standing it's still not standing take some what is that called straightener hair straightener and put it for women use you took time to wear your shoe shirt or the shirt doesn't look it's not matching i just wore it i think last two weeks back i don't want to wear it again you're thinking about that at 855 you place the highest value over worship i'll give you another example worship is nothing but giving god the due glory which means you give him the first priority the first fruits let's say you got an increase in your salary your salary was probably 1 lakh and suddenly god gave you 1 lakh 10000 from the next month what do you do you give the first fruits you give that increase to christ whatever percentage that you give that is between you and god you give that to god you know what you're doing you're placing your highest value to god worth ship is he worthy yes he is worthy isn't it if you buy a phone let's say i bought a phone this is my ac remote so just let's assume it's phone for now yeah don't throw stones at me this is a phone for now let's say if i bought this phone for 1 lakh and and let me pick a name and prem from tripura if prem looks at this phone and he says abi 1 lakh for this phone is it really what is that word we use worth is it really worth 1 lakh So I tell him, if you drop it down, it won't break. So what will Prem think first? I think I should drop it once. <laughs> is it really worth? My question is, is God really worthy? Yes, He is. You know why? Because He created you and me for one purpose: is to worship. There were three angels in the Bible. We see Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer. What was the role of Michael? One of you can unmute and tell me. What was the role of Michael? Anybody knows what was the role of Michael? Angel of messenger. Yes, angel of light. What was the role of uh, Gabriel? Uh, Gabriel, yes. He was a messenger, a warrior. He was Gabriel was a messenger, and who was Mr. Lucy? Our man, our main man. You can give different names to him: choir conductor, worship leader, singer songwriter. artist of the month uh dove awards stellar awards all awards whichever award you want to give goes to that fellow but when lucifer fell from heaven there was a vacancy that was created what did god do he created you and me for one purpose to worship him you and i were designed for worship amen Would you shout a big amen? There is one purpose for which we are designed is to worship. We are crafted for worship. Now comes the question in your head. So it means I am designed for worship. Can I sing Shahrukh Khan songs? Can I sing those songs from Salman Khan, Rashid Khan, whatever Khan it could be? So now the answer to that is pray about it. How about that? Everything that you do, the Bible says you got to pray about it. give the credit to christ god will give you the discernment god has given us common sense isn't it the world is running around can i sing secular songs and all don't worry about what the world says god has given us common sense to think which is common among every one of you i have common sense all of you have common sense if you don't have common sense you call that person nonsense fellow we say no no sense we call them nonsense we say it right sometimes when somebody does without sense didn't you think where was your brain 
खोपड़ी में कुछ नहीं है क्या होगा बेजा बेजा इज गॉन वी से इट इज इन डेट नाउ गॉड इज गिवन इज द पावर ऑफ वर्शिप फॉर वॉट रीजन दिस इज अ मीडियम फॉर एस टू एग्जॉल्ट मेनी टाइम्स वी थिंक वर्शिप is singing songs though we know about it we think about it as singing songs so sunday morning if i stand there and sing those songs my worship is done for the week no 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 singing is probably 0.5% out of 100% of worship 0.5% a percentage through which you can worship if you log in on time to your office is worship during your zoom calls you turn off your videos and you're sleeping that is not worship if you are truthful to your spouse is worship if you are being good steward of the money god has given in your hand is worship if you don't cheat during your exam is worship if you give reverence to his name is worship worship is beyond singing songs it's a lifestyle amen worship is a lifestyle when you get up in the morning the first thing that we touch is the phone newspaper and all is gone long time back that's all uh, buried with my generation i think yeah nobody touches newspaper it has become like one paper in the shelves to keep all the samans isn't it yeah so first thing that we touch is who sent me what message who's doing what we are bothered about whose photo is tagged in whose page go there and find that page find that picture and tag yourself if you're there somewhere in the corner zoom yourself and tag don't we do that yes yeah somebody is smiling some of you are very serious it's okay keep that serious faith is good yeah you will get to your part now watch this worship i mentioned as giving the highest value that is worship second thing very important worship is giving ownership to the one who made you can write it down worship is giving ownership to the one who made you let's say uh momita Momita Riang did I get the name right yes if momita has a beautiful beach house in chennai or vizag uh, uh, or cochin let's say keep one of the coastal areas a beautiful beach house and momita says you abi you and your family can stay for next 10 days i'm going for a vacation to maldives and she gives the key to me so after 10 days momita returns to uh, get the key back from me momita is standing outside her house she's so scared that she's shocked to see the house name is changed from momita's house to abi's house she enters the gate momita's family picture is missing inside the house and whose family picture is there abi and his fat face and his entire family momita looks at the keychain the keychain also is changed to abi's name what would momita think about me momita is waiting to rearrange my face isn't it yeah give one nice punch make my my nose look like a you see god owns every single thing would you say that with me god owns every single thing god has given to me this beautiful shirt god has given to me the specs the pant i'm wearing the socks i'm wearing the watch that i'm wearing god owns every single thing in your life if we cannot worship god through what god has given you you're not giving ownership to the one we are staying a short time in this world god has given this earth for us to dwell because the earth belongs to the creator in psalm we read earth belongs to the one who made us amen 
I will shock you with a big scripture, Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 11 and 12 if you read. Watch this. <clears throat> Look at this. The Bible says he has the water in the hollow of his hand. You know what is hollow? This is hollow. He has measured the heaven with a span. You know what is span? This is span in God's kingdom. Your geometry box is not going to work there. Yeah, All your ruler, your uh, protractor is not going to work. He has measured the heaven with a span. This is span. He has calculated the dust of the earth. Dust. Can you see dust? Any of you? We are, we are ready to take the broom and shoo away the dust. He has calculated the dust of the earth. The Bible says it. He has weighed the hills in balance. Mountains in balance. What a great God we serve. What a great God we serve. If you've seen the, uh, uh, watch the video of Louis Giglio about how great is our God. He talks about different planets. He talks about one of the planets' name is Canis Majoro. It's the biggest star. I'm not sorry, not the planet, star. He talks about different stars and he talks about one particular star. The star's name is Canis Majoro. This star is as big as this. If the earth was in the size of a golf ball, I don't have a golf ball. Probably you can think of my hand as a golf ball for now. Yeah. If the earth was in the size of the golf ball, you can fill this star, entire star with golf balls. I don't know if you understood. You can fill the entire Canis Majoro star with golf balls. Watch this 2,000 times. 2,000 times. Now take that golf ball that is the earth. Spot yourself somewhere. Canis Majoro, the biggest star where the earth can be filled how many times? 2,000 times. That's a staggering number. And we are somewhere there, a speck in the radar screen. But God is mindful of you and me. Would you shout a big amen? His mind is full of Pinky this morning. Amen. His mind is full of Johnson this morning. His mind is full of David. Thinking about you, waiting and craving for a relationship. When you get up in the morning and give ownership to the one who made you and say, Lord, you own every single thing. Right from my mobile phone to what I have, you own it all. And I want to give ownership over my life. That is true surrendering and that is true worship. We shout a big amen. That is true worship. We saw about worship. Second is ownership. I'm going to move forward. There are two words I'm going to talk about. Process and purpose. Process and purpose. What is process? Your Sunday morning service time is 9 o'clock. So at 9 o'clock everybody is there. The worship team starts the songs. It's fine. 9.30 is the uh, offering 945 is a communion 950 the message starts and gets over process isn't it nothing wrong with process but in this process don't forget the purpose for which you're on stage don't forget the purpose for which you're on the congregation worshiping along with we sometimes get so carried away i want to play the chord like this i want to sing like this i have to wear that kind of a jacket I have to have that kind of a bling so that everybody notices me. Purpose is lost. Sometimes we are singing songs and suddenly we forgot what song we are singing. And we are thinking about what is the next chord I need to play. You got to play by faith and not by sight. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. We have to walk by faith. That's true. I'm just changing a little bit. So say you got to play your instrument by faith so that you can worship God truly. Which talks about your skill. Amen. Sadly, today we see that the, the worship leader is 
worshipping the song the congregation is worshipping the worship leader my question is where is god let me rephrase it the congregation is worshipping the worship leader the worship leader is worshipping the worship song my question is where is god here we have lost focus worshipers become a celebratorial stunt i stand like this i talk like this i have a million followers in my youtube wow you're a worship leader i was in dubai a few years back for a worship worship workshop and somebody came and uh, asked about me and said uh, uh, brother do you have a youtube channel i said i do then uh, he said how many uh, how many of uh, viewers you have so i said uh, some thousands he said no brother you should have 1 1 lakh at least 1 million views then only they will call you for different places to preach see how sad the world has become how terrible the world has become i could have given him a nice answer i kept quiet i spoke to the lord the few days later the lord spoke to me we know the scripture matthew 19 and verse 28 and 30 we read that go into the world and preach the everybody knows the scripture go into the world and preach the good news and not your good views mhm did anybody get that go into the world and preach the good news and not your good views nobody is bothered about how many followers you have how many views you have who cares god doesn't look at your followers and give you oh he has more followers i'm going to give double portion of anointing absolutely not a big fat no god has given us our talents for one purpose that purpose should not be lost remember i talked i spoke about the purpose initially is we were designed for worship we were crafted for worship we were made for one purpose for worship so i'm talking about the purpose is you and i are purposeful worshipers when you go to the church when you're sitting in the pews in the church and when you the worship leader starts worshiping start worship on your own don't wait for the worship leader to say lift up your hands do this shake your hands like this worship leader is not a cheerleader ta 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 we think that worship leader will do all the stuff and we will be standing and think glory don't do that your role there remember there is only one audience there is jesus christ the messiah we have only one audience we are not there to please anybody we are not there to please anybody worship becomes auto response when your worship becomes true when you go to your church nobody has turned up to your church you are sitting in the chair you will automatically start worshiping you won't look around and see what is new in the church why is the curtain not changed why is the carpet still dirty we are so bothered about other stuff go to church your role is to worship him you sit in your house for your prayer time is to worship every single act of your life converts into worship and god's name is glorified through your life though you're not known in this world you don't have to be benhin to be known to the entire world you know that right god still loves you because god is looking for true worshipers who will worship him spirit and truth remember process process is good process is good but in this process don't forget the purpose while you're singing the song don't forget the purpose why we are singing that song amen while you're preaching that sermon don't forget the purpose why you're preaching those lines purpose should not be lost we need to have a purpose driven life fifth point very very important write down with me worship with word w w w 
worship with word. Worship with word. Worship with word. Many times we sing Lord of Songs, isn't it? And I will be still and know your God. But you ask the worship team, you ask the musicians especially, hey, where is the scripture for the song? They'll be like, Psalms. It's in Psalms, yes. I know it's in Psalms. Where in Psalms? If I tell, what is your name? Ah, he's a boy. Boy. No, name, name. You have to give a reference. His name is Monsoon. Yes, he's a male. Yes, he's a boy. Yes, he's an adult. You have to give a reference. Psalm 46 verse 10, says, 10 says, Be still that and know that I am God. Don't give plain answers. Worship team especially. Those who are in worship team, don't give plain answers. Oh, where is it? It is in the Bible. Oh, wow. What an answer. Where is the scripture? It is in the Bible. As if it was written somewhere else. Worship with word means before you learn a song, learn the scripture. Learn the scripture. If you see my diaries, I've got some four or five diaries. There is scriptures all over. All over there is scriptures. You riffle through the pages of my diary. Every single day, I memorize a scripture. I write down a scripture. I memorize it. I speak it over. I have a paper, blank paper next to my, my laptop. I keep writing the scripture so that I don't forget it. I'll tell you why it is so important. Peter, who was Peter? A professional fisherman. He was fishing in the mid of the sea. And what does Peter say? Peter says, there's no fish. Something's happening here. And at the, at the far distance, Peter sees Jesus walking on the shore. Jesus looked at Peter and he says, go cast your net on the other side. Who's Jesus? A professional carpenter. Who's our Mr. Peter? A professional fisherman. A professional carpenter giving an advice to a professional fisherman. Wow. Now watch this. If Sujit is a, is a renowned doctor, Sujit Debam is a renowned doctor, and let's say I'm a patient, I'm coming there, and Sujit says, uh, Mr. Ebi, you have to take these medicines, uh, these have to be done. And Ebi says, Doctor, I think you should prescribe these medicines. These medicine, medicines are outdated. They're not that immune. You should try this. What will Sujit think of me? You will take a nice word and say, five years of college, ten years of experience, you're trying to teach me. Yes or no? Our ego shoots up, isn't it? Who are you to give me advice? Remember, Peter was a professional fisherman. I was in uh, Tutikorin, which is a southern India, a coastal area, and the borders. I, I went to the harbor. I was preaching somewhere else in the evening. The, the pastor took me to the harbor. And I was seeing the waves, beautiful waves, and I'm standing on the shore. There were some fishermen. I was so curious. I asked one of the fishermen, Hey, how do you catch fish here? He says, I go to the mid of the sea. Watch this. He goes to the mid of the sea. And he says, I look at the wave and I, I will say, Okay, at this point, I will get this kind of fish. At this point, I will get this kind of fish. I think I can get a palm fruit here. There is no GPS. There is no roadmap. There is no navigation. There is no mobile data. I asked him, how do you know this? He said, my five generation of ancestors have been fishermen. So it is in my gene. I know where it is. So was Peter. So was Peter. Now Peter looks at Jesus and he says, Lord, I've been toiling all night. I've been working all night to catch one fish. But as you say, let me do it. As you say, I believe fish was created for Peter. 
वर्ड बिकेम फ्लैश वर्ड बिकेम फ्लैश फिश कोड जस्ट बीन क्रिएटेड ही इज अ क्रिएटर अ फिश वे हाइडिंग समवेयर एंड ऑल द फिश केम एंड से गुड मॉर्निंग पीटर एंड पीटर गॉट ऑल द फिश द बाइबल सेज दैट नेट्स वर टेयरिंग अपार्ट देयर वर सो मेनी फिशेस जीसस लुक्ड एट द टूम ऑफ लाजरस एंड ही सेज लाजरस कम फॉर्थ Lazarus came like a mummy, jumping. No, fully was wrapped around like this. Word became flesh. Jesus looked at the sky and he said, "Let there be firmament. Let there be stars." What happened? Word became flesh. Now tell me, when you're singing these songs, if you can quote the scripture first, then sing these songs, or when you learn the scripture, then learn the song, the song will come active. live because the word of god is living active sharper than a double edged sword amen amen am i making sense here worship with word not with the world with word when you worship through the word what happens is you also understand hey the author has written through the scripture there is a point he's trying to make how many of you know the song my redeemer lives Most of you know the song, yes. How do we sing the song? We jump. Marody, Marlis. Yes, we jump and sing the song. Do you know who wrote the song? Forget who wrote the song. You do you know where is it? Bible in the scripture. It's Job nineteen verse twenty five. It says, "I still know my redeemer lives." You know when Job wrote the song, wrote this line. Sorry, when he lost everything. You lost your khandan, your family, your children. Everybody is gone. and finally sits and right i still know my redeemer lives when the entire world gave up on him and we sing like as if it's a happy day yes the moment you understand the scripture you be like my goodness the scripture says job lost everything then he wrote these lines i still know my redeemer which means you got to sing with declaration it gives you a conviction in your heart and say lord my worship cannot be quiet i need to understand job is written for a purpose because you're singing someone's experience say this with me you're singing someone's experience how many times we sing the song i've been through fire i've been through flood have you been through fire or have you been through flood not me you should probably go to the tsunami victims and ask them they will tell you what is flood is actually probably should ask shatrak meshak and abednego they could have told you better thing about fires you're singing somebody else experience how can you understand that's why the psalmist says sing to the lord a new song not matredman song not christomlin song not planet shakers bethel el bethel elevation i'm not saying those songs are bad i'm saying sing to the lord a new song which means sing your experience there are times you go through situation in your life you don't have words what do you do you start pouring out as songs and sing it to god pen it down write down lord this is what i've gone through with my family financial situation what you've gone through cry out to god it is worship you don't have to need to have a tune to it worship your worship through your experience and worship with word when you worship with word your worship completely changes because you're giving due through the word and the word comes out active and live what you shall a big amen everybody is good till here we spoke about the first thing worship 
Second thing I spoke about is the ownership. Third thing I spoke about process and purpose. Fourth, we are on worship with word. I want to add one more act, worship with word. When you set, how many worship leaders here? Could, could I see your hands quickly? Lift up your hands. Is there any worship leaders? Anybody who sings in the worship team? You're a musician. Anybody is there? Okay, great. Thank you. All right. So when the worship set list is about to say, let's say Monson is preparing the set list. So I would say, if I'm preparing the set list, what I would do, okay, I have a set of songs. Oh, wow. These are the songs I like. I'm going to take Elevation. I'm going to take Israel Hooten. I'm going to take Toby Mac. Probably I'm going to take KJ52. Yeah. Now you look at your congregation, church congregation, they're all 40 plus, 45 plus. They all like hymns. You go there and stand, planet, stand and sing Planet Shaker song, they'll be looking at your face. Who is this guy? Where is he from? Like that will be questions will be asked. Because you are singing the wrong songs in the, to the wrong congregation. You have to know your church. If your church likes more of a Don Moen songs, because they, that's their memory lane. I'm from a generation, I'm from the 80s. So for me, memory lanes are Don Moen or Don Mohan or uh, Don Mia Mia, whatever you want to call it, or Ron Kenley or probably uh, uh, Matt Redman, Chris Tomlin, uh, hymns. How did I forget that? Hymns. I have grew up listening to hymns. If you stand there and sing, let's say my generations are there. If you stand there and sing full Planet Shakers songs, we will clap and appreciate, but we won't be able to sing along with you, with the worship team. It is very important to know your congregation. Why we don't know the congregation? You know why? Sadly, the worship team, after the worship is over, they all form a clique. They all form a clique. They all stand together. After the service is over, they all stand together. There'll be one secluded side. And the congregation will be the other side. The moment worship is over, the service is over, I have a, a process in my church. What I do, I tell all the worship team members, musicians, singers, and the, uh, who was involved on the stage, backstage workers, to go, go and meet one new person in the church whom they have not met. I make sure everybody knows every single person. It is a church. It is not a club. Oh, my friends are here. Let me talk to them. No. Go meet that uncle who looks at your face always like this. When you're leading worship, he'll be always staring at your face. Go say, smile and say, hello, uncle. What's happening? How are you? He will have to say a hello to you. Yes, they're all human beings. They will respond as hello back. Yeah. When you connect with them, you watch this after a few months. When you sing again, you lead worship. They're all going to join with you. If you do not know the congregation and you start singing the songs that you like, Worship is missed. You've missed the point of worship. If I'm in a congregation, the 50 plus, 55 plus, what, I, what songs I will do? I will do only hymns. Probably traditional Maranatha chorus. I sing praises to your name. Oh Lord. Simple songs. What a friend we have in Jesus. You see that? And everybody will start clapping and joining and singing because I'm not there to impress them. Watch this. I'm not there to impress them or pacify them. I'm trying to connect to their memory lane. They all have grown up listening to those songs. If I stand there and sing Toby Mac's song, I just want to You can wobble, you can dance, but only the cameraman will be shaking the head. He will say, you wait till the service gets over. 
Yes. Don't take worship for granted. You have to know your church. That's why I say meet the church members. Meet every single as you're meeting them, you'll get to know them. When you see them on the restaurant, suddenly they smile at you. You don't know. You don't know what to smile or you don't know what to do. You look at the face, or probably they know me. If you have not known your church, it becomes like that, especially with big mega churches, isn't it? So know your church. What happens? Then you'll know their mind. Okay, they listen to such songs. Wow, that's even if you're introducing a new song, they will listen to you. And next week when they come, they'll come prepared. I've seen my church members when they when when we introduce a new song, what they do, they start playing in their car. Hey, this is a song that they sang in this church. Let's play in the car. Let's find the Spotify. It's in the Spotify. Find it in YouTube. Play the song over and over again through the week. Next week, what I do, I don't sing another new song. Sorry. I repeat the same song again so that the congregation gets used to it at least twice or thrice. Now, the third or fourth month when I sing that song after a long gap, they will still worship with us. Amen. Worship is not just singing songs. Worship is making the congregation to understand and connect them to the memory lane and make them to an attitude of worship. Amen. All right. I'm going to come to the main part of worship. Would you shout a big amen? Everybody say word. All right. There are seven important or eight important words I want to leave you this morning. In, in When I say word, there are so many attributes of word we forget to understand. They all are from the Bible. The first attribute about the word I want to talk about, the word of God is pure. Write it down. The word of God is pure. I'm going to give you a bunch of scriptures for it. Psalm 12 and verse 6. We have Psalm 119 verse 9, Psalm 30 verse 5, Psalm 33 verse 4. A lot of scriptures. All of these scriptures talks about the word of God is so pure. The word of God is so clean in terms, in meaning. The, uh, Psalm 12 and verse 6 says, The word of God is like silver refined in fire. How many times? Seven times. The word of God is like silver refined in fire. Yeah, Psalm 33 verse 4 it says, All the word of God are correct. They are correct. They are, they are true. They are true to what it says. John 17 verse 17 says, The word of God is the truth. The word of God is the truth. Which means you don't need any reference point. If there is something that you can refer, this is the truth, which is the word. The second important point I want to talk about, the word of God is life. John 6 and verse 63. I just mentioned about what happened with Peter and Jesus when Jesus said, go cast your net. What happened? Life. Life. What became flesh? John 6 and verse 63 says, the words that I speak to you are life. They come out as life. The word of God is like fire. Jeremiah 23 verse 29. Jeremiah 23 verse 29. The word of God is like fire. If mayor is walking on the streets and suddenly mayor sees there is a fire on somebody's house, what would mayor do? Mayor de Barma. Did I get your name right? Yes. Yes. If mayor watches somebody's house is on fire, what would mayor do? Would mayor stand and say, wow, what a texture. Look at the fire. Sparkles are so beautiful. Let me take some pictures. No. He will run, shake somebody and say, there's a fire. Call the police. Call the ambulance. Call the fire extinguisher. He will do that. Fire alerts you, isn't it? 
if your hair is set on fire, will you be quiet standing there and do like this? Wow. You don't do that. You run, put your head in the water till the fire is consumed. Fire alerts you. There are areas in your life you're still struggling. Pornography probably. Addictions of this world. Drug addiction. People might not know. A private sin that the world is going through. And you're also into it. A sin of adultery. Illicit relationship. Premarital sex. A sin that is under the carpet. Nobody knows. If the word is inside you, what will the word do? It will alert you. It will tell you, hey, it's wrong. Don't send such text in the group. Don't, don't have such person in your house. Don't go to her house at this particular time. Not needed. You know, another quality about fire, fire consumes. What do you mean by consume? Like, let's say Subrata comes to my house and I, say, I tell Subrata, just wait in the hall. And I burn something in my, uh, probably my bedroom, I'm burning something. And after 10 minutes, I call Subrata and say, Subrata, could you tell me what was burnt here? Subrata is not a foreign sink officer. So sorry, Subrata, I'm just taking you as an example. Yeah? Subrata, look, I can see only ashes. I can see only ashes. Fire consumes. When the word comes inside you, it will consume every unwanted sin in your life. A weed will be removed only when the word is inside you. Not here, not in your diary or in your Bible. The word has to go. That's why Psalmist says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Amen. Word needs to go inside. Say this with me. A scripture a day, all of you together, a scripture a day will keep the devil away. If the devil is handsome, keep the scripture away. You either serve God or the world. Amen. You know where the proverb is from, isn't it? I just tweaked it a little bit. Yeah. A scripture a day will keep the enemy away. One scripture a day. Not just memorizing it, but using it during the day. The word of God is like a fire. Second, the next property. The word of God is like hammer. Jeremiah 23, 29, the second part, if you read, is not my word like hammer. What is the quality of a hammer? What does hammer does? Hammer breaks. The word can break any hardened heart. You might think that person next to your house, he will never come to Christ. Hey, Chordo. Not, I don't think. That family, I don't think. That uncle, I don't think. Or that family, they will not come to Christ. Don't think, don't give up on people like that. God has given us a tool of prayer. Prayer can break. Through prayer, what are you going to use? You're going to use the word of God and say, Lord, you've said this in the scripture. Matthew 18 and verse 18. That which you bound on earth will be bound in heaven. Matthew 7 and 7. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. John 14 verse 14. Anything that you ask in my name, I will give it to you. What a powerful scriptures God has given us. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call unto me and God says, I'm engaged. No. I will answer you. There is no COVID message when you call him, isn't it? You don't have to press one and delete that message. You call him, he answers. He's right there. He's a very present help, ever present help. God is next to you. Don't give up on people. The word of God is like hammer, which can break any hardened heart. It can even melt and harden heart.
The Bible says in Psalms, we read that hills melt like wax in the presence of God. Amen. That's a powerful scripture. The hills, the mountains melt like wax in the presence of God. That is the power of presence, which means a fire can only melt something. Amen. Only a fire can melt something. The word of God is like a fire. The word of God is like a hammer. The word of God is pure. Next one. This is a very beautiful scripture. The word of God is like food. Everybody say food. Anybody hungry this morning? Yes. If you have your coffees, you can take a sip. It's okay. Yeah. Take a sip of your coffee. You'll feel nice. Okay. When you go to your restaurant, let's say Hachu is here. Hey, Hachu. Hi. Yeah. If Hachu goes to a restaurant, what will Hachu do first? Hachu will not see only the menu. He will look at the glass door in the front of the uh, the restaurant. They will keep all the dishes, isn't it? Roasted chicken, broiled chicken, grilled chicken, that chicken, whatever. Yeah, wings, everything is there. So what will Hachu do? Hachu will look at the... Uh, that looks roasted and nice. Give me this. I don't care what name it is. Give me that. Um, give me that soupy noodle that looks nice. Give me that. You eat with your eyes first. Everybody say, eat with your eyes. You eat with your eyes before you put in your mouth. You eat with your eyes. And then what you do, after 10-15 minutes when the dish comes to Hachu's table, after 5 minutes, the dish disappeared. Where did it go? It went into Hachu's stomach. Hachu finished it full. Hachu, sorry, I'm taking an example. Huh? He finished the bone so well, even the dog comes and sniffs and says, there's nothing for me to eat. He finished the bone, sucked the bone out completely. There's nothing inside. There's no juice also. That's how you should eat, Hachu. That's good. Isn't it? If we can do like that to food, how much for the word? How much for the word? Jeremiah 15 verse 16, it says, I ate your word. They were like honey. They were like honey. First Peter 2 and verse 2 say, Crave for food, spiritual milk. Sadly, we eat with our eyes. We eat with our the scripture also we eat like that. We read that scripture. How we read the scripture? Early morning, get up. 7.30 is your office time. You get up at 7.15, wear a nice shirt and do a crow bath. You know what is crow bath, right? Open the tap. Set your hair. Put some whatever. And spray nice perfume so that you smell good. And you run for your office. Before running for the office, that's something that you do. You go to your calendar and see today's day is 17th and read the scripture below that. Eating with your eyes. I'm sorry. How that's going to feed your spiritual man? Outside you're like this. Inside you're like this. Sir, I'm sorry. It's like that. We're sitting like that. Like a slave, you're sitting. Your spiritual man is like a slave sitting inside. You have not strengthened your spiritual man. How do you expect during temptation for you to face? You will not be able to be victorious in your temptation. You know why? There is no word inside. Even Jesus, when he was tempted, what did Jesus say? The devil says, take these stones and make it into bread. What did Jesus say? Hey, you know where I am from? Which kingdom I know? He didn't do that. What did Jesus say? Jesus quoted scripture. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He himself quoted scripture. Hare Baba. Then we have to be 
more skilled in the scripture eat the scripture chew the scripture digest the scripture inside you and then what you do work out your salvation every single day when you're tempted what do you do you'll say lord you've quoted the scripture it says in the bible and quote that scripture that god brings into your mind say jeremiah 23 verse 20 and say your word is like a fire lord lord consume it remove the sin from me take this thought away from me quote the scripture there are zillions of scripture in the bible god has given us for what purpose for us to be victorious in our christian life amen for us to be victorious as a worshiper remember worship is not just singing songs you would have expected me to sing songs and say oh this song if i sing the worship will be better worship is not manufacturing feelings yeah we're not sitting and manufacturing something we are there to understand if our private life is strong if my private life is strong with the word reading the word monday to saturday my private life is strong in the word Sunday morning my worship will be very powerful because worship is your Monday to Saturday life on a Sunday morning everybody shout an amen worship is Monday to Saturday life reflecting on a Sunday morning it's an expression on a Sunday morning Monday to Saturday you are a pannikutti you know what is pannikutti a pig nicely going in the gutter playing in the gutter swimming in the all the dirty water and sunday morning put some fiamma devil shampoo get some nice bath and come and fresh all in three person not going to happen not going to happen monday to saturday life should be same as your sunday morning don't expect miracles to happen on a sunday morning when your monday to saturday life is zero isn't it we expect oh pastor is going to preach the sermon and miracles are going to happen no roof will open nothing will happen not even your phone will buzz at that moment i'm sorry you see miracles will happen when our lifestyle is worship everybody shout amen my lifestyle should become true worship so we spoke about word of god is pure word of god is truth the word of god is fire hammer food another beautiful the word of god is like mirror everybody say mirror every one of us love mirrors isn't it you cross a, a car and suddenly the car has nice mirror what do you do first thing you look at your face you look at your face or you look somebody else's face you look at your face only isn't it you want to see is my my beard trimmed well is my mush nice is my lipstick correct or well, the lipstick has crossed the border line or oh, let me just put some cotton and remove it you adjust your face james 1 and verse 23 says The word of God is like a mirror. Read the word. James 1 and 1 verse 23 to 25. One of you can read it for me quickly. James James chapter 1 verse 23 to 25. Another person can keep Isaiah 34 16. That's my next point. You can keep it ready. James chapter 1 verse 23 to 25. Anyone? If you have a Bible, you can read it. Yes, Mayor. Go ahead. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law, it gives freedom, and continues to do, not forgetting what they have done, but doing it, they will be blessed with what they do. Wow! You forget how you looked 
that's a beautiful line there i'm let me read it one more time for if you listen to the word and don't obey it's like glancing your face in the mirror you see yourself walk away and forget what you look like but if you look carefully into the perfect word that sets you free and if you do what it says don't forget what you heard that god will bless you for what you're doing it amen what a powerful scripture the word of god is like a mirror it shows who you are there are times when you open the scripture god will speak through the scripture how many of you got through that i have so many times god has spoken through the word to me and said my life is not set hey be this is not right what you're doing this is not right the word says this but you're doing this god speaks through the word the word of god is like a mirror the last one this is a beautiful scripture it's my favorite scripture isaiah 34 verse 16 this should be in your memory forever i would say it says search from the book of the lord and read everybody say search the bible doesn't say google search anybody's bible says google search yeah all of your bible should say look into the scroll of the lord or search from the book of the lord it says search from the book of the lord and read none shall fail none shall lack anybody's ready with isaiah 3416 you can read it for me Isaiah 3416 Quick Isaiah 3416 Yes David uh, Look in the scroll of the Lord and read none of these will be missing not one will lack her mate for it is his mouth that has given the order and his spirit will gather them together Wow uh, I think it's uh, NIV you're reading isn't it Yes NIV Yeah NKJV says search from the book of the lord and read what does it say search how do you search if your earring is lost if your diamond ring is lost how do you search do you search like this you walk like a very status man and say, no what do you do you put your towel around you tighten the towel go inside the bed zoom in and see where it's gone you make sure you find the diamond ring somehow somewhere even if it's broken let me get it search from the book of the lord don't google search everything don't google search please let's stop that god has given us a beautiful manual in our hand open that bible search there are so many instincts so many significance in this bible so much for us to learn for our entire life search from the book of the lord and read this is the next next line is beautiful none shall fail not one of the word of god will fail none shall lack her mate m a t you know what does a mate mean mate means it's a in tamil they say jodi in hindi i don't know what do you say what do you what do you say in hindi for mate same jodi jodi right yeah jodi that's nice one word is come <laughs> not one shall fail not one shall lack her mate which means if there is a scripture for love in the old testament there is also a scripture for love in the new testament's mate the next line is even more beautiful for my mouth has spoken it whose mouth god's mouth has spoken it and the spirit has gathered the last line which means there are times when you're leading worship god will suddenly bring a scripture into your head ding and say quote that scripture and you will immediately quote the scripture that scripture would have ministered to somebody somewhere Amen. That scripture will come to your mind as sting only if that scripture is inside. If you have not learned the scripture, how can that notification come? I wish 
let me say that again i wish we treated god like mobile phones i wish we treated god like mobile phone let me say that one more time so that it gets irritating for you i wish we treated god like mobile phones you know why one buzz immediately from the pocket even if the gene is tight somehow take it out who sent who which whose group is this oh what is sent good morning oh thanks okay again think take the message open the instagram see all the videos everybody's reel you have to watch 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 how many times 15 20 minutes same reel same person will be doing like this and you'll be watching all will be sitting and watching what a waste of time what a waste of time go to facebook go to the notification see everybody's notification you have to watch create 10 uh, have 10 fake accounts and li- like your own pictures people are doing it these are not testimonies these are all bad testimonies yeah i've been counseling people who go through such stuff parents come and complain it is very sad we are living in a virtual life where we have lost the essence of christ amen search from the book of the lord and read none shall fail none shall lack a mate because the mouth has spoken it and the spirit has if you treat word like that just imagine if your word is so strong in you when you lead worship god will be there god's presence will be there everybody will feel the presence of god you need not have an instrument you don't need to have a guitar or keyboard you just sing that song because god's presence can move powerful when your private life is strong in the word amen amen i have one more scripture to say, share in this the word of god equips first timothy 3 and verse 16 first timothy 3 and verse 16 <clears throat> very known scripture we know it all scriptures are given for us to get edified to get stronger so that every believer will have a reason you'll be in defense if you have a muslim friend or a hindu friend who do not know about god and he comes and asks you a question uh, are you sure abraham had only two sons are you sure abraham didn't have a son if you do not know the abraham story what will you be doing there you'll be standing like judas and wondering what's happening or like mr thomas doubting oh jesus really did really re- resurrect no 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 i don't think sadly we are all observing christians you see when accident happens what people do nowadays they all take videos they don't even want bother to call somebody and say hey this person lying down they want to take a video put it on youtube make a million views and in a million views they will make at least some dollars out of it we are living in a very very cruel world insane world i would say we have lost the essence it is very important for us to know that we need to be equipped thoroughly thoroughly the word of god equips us thoroughly for what purpose that lord my heart will be sensitive when i see a situation i need to go and pray let's say sushant is going through some struggle and i'm i'm sushant's friend and i'm sitting quietly when sushant is going through a struggle i am not a good believer i'm not a worshipper i'm a i'm a waste i would say i'm a waste if the word is inside me is equipped me my heart will have the burden i'll have the burden to pray for sushant after praying i will go and meet sushant hey sushant do it what do you need how can i help you sushant can we go for a cup of coffee let's do it go for a cup of coffee talk to him speak the words speak the words god will give you the right word to speak 
when we don't have time for god how can we expect god to work in people's life when you yourself don't have if abby doesn't have time for god how can he expect god to minister god will not minister you and i need to spend time don't spend 10 minutes 15 minutes not going to work if you have to study for your exam how long do you sit you sit for weeks together months together unless you finish that portion isn't it when we do for worldly things when we are so caught up for the worldly degrees b b tech finally you don't have jobs covid hit all are sitting at home nothing is happening take time covid is a beautiful time for us to sit and memorize scriptures i have memorized 750 scriptures last one and a half years i am not joking it's all my diary every day i write to, now i've started i started long back so i've stopped memorizing one scripture now i made it three sometimes four if i get more inspired I, i'll memorize the entire chapter like small small psalms like psalm 8 psalm uh, 100, 100 very small ones easy to memorize and what do i do with those scriptures i write songs and keep for my personal edification keep edifying yourself keep edifying yourself because the world is corrupt the world is corrupt you take your phones you're taking for something else you're swiping for something else suddenly some dirty picture comes in the the sin is not at your doorstep sin is where in your hand very difficult to face temptations how can you face the temptation there's only one way that is through the word and who's the word jesus is the word amen in revelation 19 and verse 13 it says he is clothed with the robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of god would you read that scripture for me monson if you can put it up for me now it'd be great who was putting the scripture the revelation 19 and verse 13 it says he is clothed with a robe dipped in blood his name is called the word of god he is the word amen we shall a big amen we started with talking about worship as worship giving the highest value second thing we spoke about ownership we got to give ownership to the one who made us third we spoke about worship is purposeful process and purpose fourth i spoke about www worship with word then i've given you i think more than eight attributes of worship from the bible and i've given you what is the word of god like which is very important i'm going to close with this <clears throat> first corinthians 9 and verse 27 the bible says i discipline my body and make it a slave in other translation it says i beat my body and make it a slave i'll tell you why lest it says after abi was tempted or after abi preached let's keep it that way after abi preached abi himself should not be disqualified after abi abi finishes his preaching after abi ends the meeting he goes outside goes to the next room and fights with his wife entire purpose is defeated So that's why the first line says 1 Corinthians 9:27 I discipline my body and I make it a slave I make it a slave what a slave means a slave doesn't have a say which means you control your body how through the word through the word there are times we fall prey for temptations like Esau Jacob what does Jacob say Jacob's a trickster a prankster in uh, in Indian language he's a KD he's a 420 i would say yeah he says if you give me your birth rate i will make a soup for you let's say johnson 
and the family hey johnson i'll say johnson can if i make nice uh, noodle soup for you will you write your property for me what will johnson do johns will disfigure my face not rearrange disfigure my face my eyes will come here my nose will go up isn't it nobody wants to write their birthright before because i'm going to give you, give you soup i'll be in a soup i would say isn't it sadly we write our salvation for that 5 minutes of pleasure say 5 minutes lord don't interfere i just watch this video i'll just watch this movie in netflix i'll just watch the season next two days i'll watch don't come interfere me watch it commit the sin feel guilty again come back to god why this cycle no there's a beautiful song song by jonathan mcrenald it says cycles i want you to listen whenever you're free probably i'll tell monson to share the lyrics it says the devil learns from your mistakes let me say that again the devil learns from your mistakes and my mistakes but we don't learn but we don't learn that's why he keeps you in cycle he keeps you in cycle you come back to god fall come back fall come back it keeps going but god is going to break that cycle this morning amen do you believe that how he's going to break he's not going to break through the sermon the god is going to break through the word that god has given in your hand through the word of god when you start claiming it memorizing it putting inside you claiming it over and over and again you'll see you'll be a victorious man you'll be a victorious man amen amen i discipline my body and i make it a slave lest after i have tempted i should i myself should not be disqualified which means after i preach i should not contradict my own statement romans 2 and verse 11 says you who preach this to mr abi i'm i may be yeah no other abi is there right sorry yeah you who preach do you teach yourself you who teach do you teach yourself do you who preach do you preach to yourself i need to preach to myself first i need to preach to myself first then i need to preach because if the word is not worked here how will the word work there isn't it the word needs to go like a seed mark 8 and verse 11 say the word of god is like a seed it needs to get sowed the seed need to germinate and start developing inside you that to produce fruit what is that fruit i could see the fruit around me amen shout a big amen worship is beyond singing songs worship is a lifestyle this is the last line i want to quote and i'm going to enter into a time of worship and finish it write this down when my worship write it down when my worship is true when my worship is true and through the word when my worship is true and through the word t h r o u g h through the word and it becomes a lifestyle you know what is the end result worship becomes a fragrance to god worship becomes a fragrance to god let me show you something let me say the statement again when my worship is true and through the word and becomes a lifestyle the end result is worship becomes a fragrance to god i use a beautiful perfume not endorsing any perfume here i'm just telling you just for example i use this perfume called 212 it's a wonderful perfume 
Okay. Now, the beautiful thing about perfumes are how many of you been to Paco's? Paco's is a if you go to any malls, you have that perfume showroom. When you enter the mall, the perfume showroom is like probably 100 feet away from you. From far distance you'll start getting that <sighs> nice smell. I'll tell my wife, "Becky, just wait, let me just stand here for a while. It's nice. The perfume smell is so nice. God enjoys your worship." Worship becomes a fragrance to the creator. Worship becomes a fragrance to the one who made you. When my life Monday to Saturday is clean and you've been throughout living that lifestyle through the word, Sunday morning my worship becomes wow, a fragrance. You know who's enjoying your worship? The creator is enjoying the worship. No world is enjoying your worship. Nobody sitting and putting like to your comment and sharing comments and sharing your images. No, 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 no. God is enjoying the worship. Done. You know what is success? Success is doing the will of God. Success is not how many views you have, how many million followers you have. That's the world we're living in. That is not success. Success, if you do the will of God, that day is successful for you. Amen. Success is when your worship becomes a fragrance to God. God sits there and enjoys your worship. One one fine morning, I was praying, and I was crying and asking Lord, "What is that you like about me?" I keep asking God, but I know I'm a little selfish. I ask God what is that you like about me Lord what are the areas that you like about me God speaks through the word most of the time through me and God says what does your name mean and I said Ebenezer I said what does it mean it means thus far the Lord has helped us he says wherever you go I will bless that place I am not kidding this is not a joke when I go to a restaurant which is empty within few minutes the entire restaurant restaurant gets filled up Yeah, don't ask me now. During COVID time, will it happen, sir? You will. I know you'll ask all these questions. Yeah, I'm telling you, it has happened. It may not happen every time. I've seen this in my life. I'll say, God will say, you see, if I go to a place to train them in music, they become phenomenal musicians. They become phenomenal worshippers. Why I chose to sacrifice my life? I gave up my secular music. I say, Lord, I want to stand for you. I want to stand for the kingdom, God. I want to be a salt. I want to be the person that you call me to be. I have been designed for worship. How can I use these fingers to play some dirty songs? I had a child's parent coming and asking me, "Sir, can you teach my child the song Despacito? It's a beautiful song, sir." I said, "Is it?" I said, "I just said just wait right there." I just took my phone. I just googled Despacito lyrics. I translated from Latin to English and I showed to her. She got shocked. she looked as if she uh, i don't know tsunami hit or whatever she was like this i'm not kidding she said sir sorry sir i didn't know this is was the lyrics you know despacito the entire lyrics talks about a bed scene dirty stuff you want your child to sing that kind of a song i'm in love with the shape of you oh nice song ting 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 it's a nice song sir please teach me what chord is it i'll say please look at the lyrics When somebody asks you, is it good to sing secular song or not? Uh, your beautiful answer should be: Look at the lyrics. If the lyrics are clean, you sing it. If the lyrics are clean, Janagana Managadina, it's Indian national anthem. It is a secular song as well. Yes, you can sing. Sare Jaan Se Acha. You guess you can sing. I'm in love with the shape of you. I'm sorry, no. Probably you can sing it to your wife in your private time. Probably if you want to do that. If you want to sing love songs, or oh, Elvis Presley's love songs are there. Sing it to your wife. Don't sing it to the world. You sing it to the world. Somebody will observe and say, "Oh, I think Monson is singing for me." Hey, Monson is already married, man. How can he sing? Monson, sorry, dad. 
I'm just taking an example here. Yeah? Monsoon is not going to have biryani today, I think. <laughs> you see, God has given us common sense, I've told you earlier. I have 30% of Hindu students studying in music garage. Sometimes they come and say, sir, sir, can you teach me sir, this song? I said, can you send me the lyrics? Don't tell them in the face, I won't teach. I'm a Christian, I'm a Pentecostal. At any cost, I'm a Pentecost. Don't keep those stuff in your face. Educate them. Tell them. Even they will understand. Look at the lyrics. Oh, sir, there's a bad word in that. Yeah, sorry, sir, I will not bring. I told when I wrote my terms and condition of music garage, when they sign up the registration form, it has the first line says, we don't teach secular songs. When they come and ask me, I'll explain to them what is secular songs. There are a lot of clean songs available. Earth Song by Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. They're all clean songs. They talk about the beautiful earth we are living in. Man in the Mirror talks about you being an example to the world. He talks about Gandhiji. He talks about different leaders. They are good songs. They're no, not, nothing wrong in singing, but don't sing during worship service. Yeah? Yeah, you need to have little, again, I spoke about common sins. So now you need to tell the world, hey, these are not clean songs. Don't sing it. I was in the secular world for so many years. That's why I'm saying this. When God brought me out, I knew my calling. Do you think I sit and play Shah Rukh Khan song or, or, or MLT or a Metallica song sitting in the house? No, I don't do that. God has given me better songs. God has given me a, a Psalms, 150 Psalms for me to sing. <laughs> why do you have to run and play somebody else's playlist? Be sensible. When the world asks you, don't sit and comment in everybody's video, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Leave it. That's okay. God has given us a beautiful word for us reference. If you have one point of reference, is the scripture. Remember, a scripture has to be interpreted with another scripture. If somebody says and tweaks that scripture for you, you tell them, can you give me a parallel scripture? They should be able to find it because the word of God is a mate. We just read it, Isaiah 34, 16. If there is a word here, there has to be another word which parallelly supports that scripture. That way we become strong worshippers. We become strong musicians through the word. We become strong worship leaders. We become strong pastors and preachers. And not just that, we become strong family men, women, children. Let me ask all the men who are married, how is your prayer time at home? Do you have family prayer or is it lost? A family that prays together, remember this word, sails together. Not just says, stays. Sails. You know what is sailing? Even when the storm hits, you're sailing above the storm. And I will sow with you above. Comes out active when a family prays together. Not one minute, two minutes prayer. Sit with your family. Educate your children. Teach them the oracles of Christ. Talk about your experience, the mistakes you have done. They will learn. Oh, daddy is being very honest with me. I will learn. The men in the house should stand and preach the word. Amen. They need to set an example in the house. If they don't set an example, the entire protocol gets defeated. The Bible has kept it that way. Men, then the women, takes care of the household. That's how it is designed. That's a protocol God has designed. Worship needs to resonate from my home. Watch this. Worship from home, then to my neighborhood, then to my society, then to the church and to the ends of the earth. We do the ulta, isn't it? We go directly to the world, then we try to do in the house. First do. Your ministry needs to begin at home. Abby's ministry should begin with my two children I have, Susan and Jaden. I need to minister to them. If my life is not set right with them, me sitting and preaching is a waste. 
Amen. From Judea to Samaria and to the ends of the earth, the Bible says. From my home to my neighborhood and to the ends of the earth. Then my worship is true. Then I'm living a true worship life. Amen. I become a true worshiper and my worship becomes a fragrance to Christ. God is here this beautiful morning. We're going to worship God just for a few minutes. If there's anything that God is rem reminding you of, that particular thing, just for a few minutes, I'm going to just, just keep playing some chords. We're going to worship God. Open your mouth wide and say, Lord, change my heart of God this morning time. There are areas in my life I've been deceiving myself a master. Say, Lord, make me victorious. Make me that person that you want me to be. Make me true. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. mouth wide and talk to Jesus talk to him describe the things that you're going through as a family describe the struggles that you're going through he's in this midst he's right here would you open your mouth and talk to him talk to him talk to the creator talk to the creator he's right here he's here in our midst we thank you Lord we thank you and worship you we give you all the glory and due to your name oh we want to give ownership to your name this morning the worship of Master Lord. We want to be purposeful worship leaders, singers, musicians.
preachers, Lord, family men, Master Lord, people who are working, I pray that Lord, you'll bless them, Master. Lord, guide them, Master. Give them the wisdom, the Lord, to live a life that is pleasing unto your side. We love you, Jesus. We love your Father. When you call me, I will answer. When you call me, I will answer. When you call me, I will answer. I'll be somewhere working for my Lord. I'll be somewhere working, I'll be somewhere working, I'll be somewhere working for my Lord. I'll be somewhere working, I'll be somewhere working, I'll be somewhere working for my Lord. Lift up your hands and declare this when you call me. When you call me, I will answer. Yes, when you call me, Lord, I will answer. I will answer. Yes, when you call me, I will answer. I'll be somewhere working for my Lord. I'll be somewhere. I'll be somewhere. Working, I'll be somewhere. Working, I'll be somewhere. Working for my Lord. I'll be somewhere. Working, I'll be somewhere. Working, I'll be somewhere. Working for my Lord. We bless your name this morning time. You want to be working for your kingdom wherever we are. We don't want to lose focus, Father. We want to be in focus with you, Master. In focus with the word, Master. Let our life be in focus with whatever we're preaching, Master. If there's any offensive way in me this morning time, you'll forgive me, Master. That, Lord, you will make me worthy of your calling. Every single one of us, Master, worthy of your calling. Lift up both your hands and say, Lord, make me worthy. Say, Lord, make me available, Master. Say, Lord, I'm available for your presence. Say, Lord, I'm available. Please use me. Please use me, Lord. Mold me and make me. Lift up your hands and say that again and again. Say, Lord, I want to be people who are called to be purposeful, Master. A purposeful life, Master. A life that which purposely driven, Master. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're going to use every single one of them, Master. Lord Joshua and Ruth and Esther are going to rise from this place. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego are going to rise from this place. People who never compromise the world. People who not compromise for the worldly standard. People are struggling with things of their private life. I pray this moment that you Lord heal them. Hosea 14 and verse 4. It says, I will heal your backsliding. What a beautiful scripture. God tells the people of Israel, it says, I will heal your backsliding. God is going to heal every spirit that is backslided. This morning, God will help you to restore. God will crown you with his righteousness this morning. We love you, Master. In Jesus' most mighty name we pray. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Would you worship him? Amen.